may not mean nothing to y'all But understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all I want this thing for the album, man Never mind, never mind, never mind down in the mall And selling that girl she don't mind for me And we are back right here on The Real 1100 AM. I'm your host, Mr. KC Pratt. On the line, we got the one and only, the real deal, Jeff Bill, and my kids just keep on calling me. <laughs> Daddy on L. Daddy's on L. We in here today, man. We in here. The smartest working men in grow business right here. <laughs> so for everybody out there listening, we got so a few announcements to get out of the way, and I'm, I'm trying to hurry up and get them out of the way, man. We got such a powerful guest in the house with us today. I can't wait to get into this. All the way over in Smyrna, I want y'all to visit me and join me Friday morning over at Titans Fitness. They're a world-class facility. You can get trained by my good friend, Rachel Stuckert. She is a world champion bodybuilder, and she is helping me for my competition next year. Uh, 1834 South Cobb Industrial Boulevard, Southeast Smyrna, Georgia. We'll get you to the location, and then you can find out more information online at Titans.net. We threw hating on All my right. barber this week. He came back to work. He finally got me right. Let me shout him out once. Let me give him some flowers. <laughs> but no, a uh, uh, special thing to Melvin Bottom for coming back from vacation. <laughs> if anybody wants to go and get all cut up and looking all good, y'all can go right over there to 6405 Fairburn Road. You can call and schedule an appointment. That number is 770 Six seven seven two. Look for Studio Twelve Eleven. Uh, go in there and book an appointment with Mr. Melvin Bowden, and uh, he gonna give you a free cut on the real eleven hundred. Greg still don't I'm agree with me with that. Greg don't money, never man. agree with me on that, bro. Oh, Why Greg don't never agree? Also tonight, though tonight, what we doing tonight? We doing that discussions tonight at six thirty. Oh yeah, on Clubhouse. Oh yeah! Just look for one number one rated business show discussions, and you're gonna find us. We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna answer some questions. We're gonna talk about some things to get you right in 2022 and get your business right from this point on. So join us on Clubhouse. Hey, we'll even let you up on the stage. You got something to say? Uh oh! You saw folks doing their own kind of work. He's sitting here planning events. He's doing all this stuff at home, bro. I'm working. I'm driving. I'm I'm running. You just sitting there at the crib waiting on 630. Come on, man. How y'all get me working tonight? Hey. <laughs> but hey, no. When they, when they tell you when you cough and they lock you down, they lock you down, bro. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell y'all. Stay out of them streets. But no. Uh, on all seriousness, though, join us for discussions on the, on the Clubhouse platform. We're going to have a great time. Uh, you're going to get a chance to ask questions, and, and we're just going to have a great discussion. We're going to be talking about 2022 and what everybody needs to do. It's all right. We got a child in here with us today. All right. So if y'all hear a little truck running around here or whatever, <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got kids. It is what it is. So don't don't uh don't don't discount it. It ain't it ain't feedback today. But uh seriously, if you guys want to join us over on Clubhouse, we can have a great time. Uh you can ask questions. We're gonna be talking about everything that you need to do in 2022 to get your business right, uh, what you need to be thinking about and how, and what plans. And networks you need to be planning on a budget for this year, cause uh, it, it, it's it's wild, bro. And we got three days. I keep telling y'all, these on the fifteenth, it's time to go to war. So y'all better be ready. 
Also, hey, hey, huh? Hey, you telling them nothing but the truth, man. I, I, I'm and trying to tell them. Prepared for the next step too. I've been in, them prepared for that mastermind coming up. Bro, I've been an entrepreneur now for about 15 years, and I promise you, mm-hmm. the year starts January 15th. January 1st through January 14th, we trying to get back to work. We trying to pay some of the credit cards down. <laughs> we trying to get rid of Christmas. But come the 15th, we back at work. We back focused. And now it's time to put that plan in action. So y'all need to join us for this discussion so you can make sure that you got the right plan uh, before the 15th. I'm giving you three days. That's all you got. <laughs> That's what's up. Also, uh, join us for our mastermind classes. Man, we, 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 we definitely... These mastermind classes, man, I, I I promise you, they 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 just have been off the chain. You know, some of the stuff that we discuss, some of the stuff folks is talking about nowadays, some of the questions, yeah. but most importantly, we're getting rid of the fakes and the phonies yeah. and the bad gurus with the bad advice. We busting all the myths this year. You see what I'm saying? We're getting rid of the stereotypes. Like light skin ain't in. You see what I'm saying? We got to get rid of it, bro. That, 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 we can't that, keep out here promoting these bad stereotypes. You see what I'm saying? That's a little bit of truth, though. That, that's a little bit Look, of truth, though. I, I think that last one's a little truth. Drake <laughs> called me last night. And he was like, KC, I'm so proud of what you're doing for the whole light skin culture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, you're bringing our issues to the forefront. So if Drake got my back, I'm, a, I'm trying to get Al B. Show on the line. And my homeboy know Al B. So he coming. It's going to be me, Drake, and Al B. Show. What's up? Who you bring? First of all, I have a long list. I watched a little bit of Ildris, little Denzel. You know, we can go down the line, but I'm just saying, black is back. Black is here, man. <laughs> Look, what we say? Salt and pepper still the best thing. We never put on anything, so we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, do it. One last thing. I want y'all to go and please, please, please support my top 25 friend. She is a top 25 most extraordinary Atlantan, and we're trying to keep her in as the magistrate judge over here in Fulton County. So I want everybody January 16th to go over to the Nouveau, Nouveau Bar and Grill over at 3775 Main Street in College Park, Georgia. And that's going to be from 6 p.m. to 7.30. Uh, it's a fundraiser for Chief uh, Magistrate Judge Cassandra Kirk, which is a top 25 most extraordinary Atlanta. And we're trying to get on here as soon as possible. Hopefully we can get on before the 16th. Uh, but yeah. everybody, please go out to College Park and support Judge Cassandra Kirk. She has done so much wonderful work uh, here in the Georgia, I mean in the Atlanta area. And then one last little thing to get out. She was just on our show. What was that? When was Cynthia Harper on our show? Man, oh, look at that. I'm still oh, trying to catch my breath from that episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. She will be the keynote speaker uh, Sunday at the MLK Coalition. I cannot say whatever that word. What is that? But anyway, <laughs> she will be the uh, keynote speaker for this great Martin Luther King Day celebration. Uh, it will take place out in Carrollton, Georgia, and, and I promise you she is a very, very powerful, powerful speaker. Uh, you can join her Sunday, January 16th, uh, right over there at 2115 Maple Street in Carrollton, Georgia. That's 3117. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. And you know, you know, you know she's a dark-skinned sister, proud dark-skinned sister. <laughs> and yeah. she's a beautiful black sister. I ain't going to lie about that one. 
I ain't, I ain't going to say nothing bad about it because she, she's just such a beautiful person. But let me tell y'all this. Because, see, when I had my studio in Douglasville, everybody used to tell me, man, come out there, man. Y'all like, we out there in Birmingham. Hey, you almost in Alabama. Carrollton almost in Alabama. All right? <laughs> that one is seriously almost in Alabama. I ain't even lying to you. Uh, and lastly, let me send a shout-out to DJ Rump for making the first-team defensive line in the nation. This boy is 13 years and a phenom. Oh, congratulations. Big up on that. Big up, Mr. DJ. Now, I'm so excited. I can't even calm myself down, man. <sighs> She's a film director. She mm -hmm. an author. She mm -hmm. a talk show host. Mm -hmm. She an actress. Mm -hmm. She says she's an entrepreneur. She says mm -hmm. she's a mother of three. And she's yep. fine. She said all that. And she's from New Orleans. Welcome to the program, Miss Jasmine Ruffin. Yo, 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 yo. How you doing today, Miss Jasmine? I'm awesome. My Jasmine just got finished calling me. She know her dad on L. She the how I know she don't be watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you doing? You up here all the way from the N.O.? Yeah, well, you know, originally I'm from New Orleans, but okay. I reside here, Cobb Cobb. <laughs> you know what it is. Now, you, you, yeah, you. I'm going to hold that against you, right? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know? We're we not going to do the hatred today. All right? <laughs> it is saying. not New Orleans' fault fa well, that, that the Falcons couldn't beat them. All right? Now we go. We now we go. one job. I know. Just keep them out the playoffs. Do not and let we them win. do that. Man. We got to do something about these fouls. Like, me and you had to get out there, Joe. I got I a quarterback position. It's one job, man. It's going to be me, you, and DJ. We're going to put him on the defensive line. Trust me, he can do better than most of them folks. Yeah, <laughs> the way we can get run off. And, and joining the program, <laughs> he a light skin. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> young light skin. Nah, but in all seriousness, you have been doing some major stuff. Yeah. You have been doing some major stuff. You're a part of a, a, a show now. It's in its uh, six series. It's 60 days in on A&E. Yes. Now, now, tell me uh, what this experience has been about and what this experience has been like. And, and for anybody that has not seen 60 Days In, let's start there. Just tell folks about the show a little bit. Well, the show is actually um, based on people who went to... <laughs> um, People who are incarcerated, and they're actually trying to get the, the system together because they got a lot of stuff that's going on, like uh, people hurting the inmates. Um, on top of people hurting the inmates, you got drugs that's coming in. And people are overdosing because there's actually has nothing to do up in there. But we was there to actually make things better. Mm. But, um, mm. you know. Did you make things better? <laughs> you know, I, that's the thing. I, I think we did. But believe it or not, I can honestly say I have been to jail before. Okay. And That's the right. jail that I did go, go to uh, for the television shows was Penal County. Okay. The guards was wonderful. Like, I can't say we got mistreated. Um, the only thing I can say, they need to tighten up on the food because <laughs> I could not. That first week, it's I It's the reason up. why they call them prisoners. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, but it was like, I think I almost starved, like, literally. Wow. I, I, I did. Wow. Now, now, tell me this. What was your experience like being there um, and, and being a part of the show? It was actually pretty mentally frustrating because I mm. went in there as a cigarette smoker. <laughs> and, then, um, you know, they don't I have I used to have cigarette. that habit, too. It's all right. It's all right. Um, and on top of them, literally, like, um, 
not having nothing to do. Like for I'm gonna say recess. <sighs> we had recess <laughs> once a day, and it was for I think a total of 15 minutes. Wow. And it was like a tripod. So mm. just imagine like 30 girls in a tripod, and they all clicked up. All right. And it's really nothing to do but talk and walk or exercise. Oh, my goodness. I was trying to keep it together in my mind. I was like, it's fake. It's fake. It's almost over. It's almost over. But I salute people who actually serve time. Really? I mean, no matter what their crime was. Hey, everybody made a mistake. Yeah. And, and we need to stop demonizing folks because they made a mistake. If you make a mistake and you serve your time and do what you're supposed to, hey, we forget you. And that's how it should be. Yeah. But they yeah, had people I'm who was in... I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to tell you one thing. For all those people that was crying in the pandemic about sitting at home, that ain't nothing like being incarcerated for real. Bro, when, when that bar closed in your face <laughs> and they say you can't go nowhere till we tell you you can go somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying and to tell you. I met some people in there who really, some of them didn't do anything or nothing major. They just didn't have nowhere to live outside of the jail. So okay. they did like simple crimes to come to jail so wow. they could have somewhere to sleep, some something to eat. But that's the reality though. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of a lot of these homeless folks get picked up for trespassing and this type of stuff. And and a lot of times they, they go in there just so they can get something to eat and this type of yeah. and type of thing like that. And it's sad that that's a reality that folks live in, but it is. Right. Now this this whole show sixty days in, what is what are they really trying to display with the show? Is it this is the process of being uh, institutionalized, or this is that that first process of you finally, hey, I'm in jail, <laughs> and I can't go nowhere. And then when it finally started to hit you, what is it that they're trying to get across with this show? To me, for me going in there, um, they're trying to. Well, from on my like my perspective was being grateful. Okay. Because when I came out, as you can see, I cried. I literally cried. Oh, yeah. Like the time I almost got in a fight behind a chick stealing my phone pen. I couldn't talk to my kids. Like, um, they wow. want to get across that the jail system is really there to help. Actually, well, that particular jail, Pinal okay. County, because the guards was awesome. I can't lie. Okay. Um, on top of that, I told y'all see a mother of three. That what happens sometimes. Come on, the light skin. <laughs> On top of that, it was um, it, it the goal like it was it wasn't like a a regular prison. You know, jail is different from prison. Okay. But they say jail is supposed to be worse than prison. <laughs> and if jail is <laughs> supposed to be worse than prison, you don't want no more crime. Oh, I said I wasn't gonna get another ticket ever. But but you know it's funny though, and 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 and, and I even found this out punishing my own kids. That time, bro. They sit you in that room and make you think about it. even the Bible say you need to what? Somewhat get somewhere quiet, be still. And that's what they make you do. And I'm telling you, man, that would drive you crazy. Like after a little while, you might be standing for about two, three days. But when a couple of weeks go by, you still sitting there, you don't know when the sun rises, you don't know where to go down. I'm trying to tell y'all, it is it, it yeah. is a nightmare. Like for real. And it ain't even the folks that's in there with you. Like it's just it's just that simple fact of somebody else is in complete control of my life now. And I actually turned into an inmate. I want to tell y'all that I did wow. mentally. I went to clicking out, banging on the wall like I was going and I, crazy. And I, and, I, and I wanted you to speak to that too. That that whole mental health behind those bars because it, it cannot be easy it's not, dealing with that. What like, is that like? Oh, you have to find something to do. I did jumping jacks. <laughs> I was coloring on paper. I was writing. I 
believe it or not, I'm not a reader or a writer. I literally was reading books. I read this book called The Cartels. Like, literally, wow. I was reading. And I was like, I don't do this. <laughs> I literally don't do this. It make you think about things, make you think about what you're going to do. And, all right, don't laugh. I had this guy that I was calling. Okay. And we call it Jose. And I was telling him all type of stuff. We getting married. And, and I was like, yo, I know I'm not getting married to him. But... It felt good <laughs> telling them that, like, your mental change, your mental change, everything changes. So that was a big thing, did you know. You, did you experience a lot of depression? Um, If I didn't know Viv and Brooke, I probably would have. Okay. Because, but it, it was different. I, I'm from New Orleans. These females was from Arizona. Like, they was from uh, Cali. Okay. They was into... Their background was so different from mine, and I probably would have went into a deep depression. <laughs> but no, seriously. Now, now, how long did you have to stay here? Um, we did sixty. The goal was sixty. Now, at what point did you reach your breaking point? My first week, actually. <laughs> I told y'all. It was my I first week because the food was. Lit. I'm telling. You, they laughed at me like. I am so dramatic. I am a drama queen. <laughs> when I smelt the food, you know how it just, it smelled different. Not saying oh, yeah. it was, it was stinky. Like it just smelled like it was. And then when I first went in, um, I have a weak stomach. Mm -hmm. A female actually pooped in a shower. What? So I really didn't want to eat. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to take a bath. I was just sitting up like this to myself and Viv and it was like, bro, come on, bro. Just, just, it's jail. I'm like, <laughs> bro, somebody's jail like this is a spot or something. Like we in the club, bro. What you talking about? This play to be. Nah, but no, nah, I, I I get it. I understand it because like it, it it just it's it, and I think that's what it's designed to do. Mm -hmm. It's it's just to mentally break you down. Now, have you did you see why you were in here with some of these folks? Because you was in there with some real criminals. You went in there with just some uh, yeah. traffic violations. So, uh, being in this, do you see the reform? Do you see the change in some of these folks? No. I hate to say it, um, there was a female, she came in like four times. Now, mind you, we was there 60 days. Mm -hmm. She came in wow. four times. Wow. Like, she'll leave and come right back. Mm. Leave and come right back. Some of them are, like, returning people. Like, they well-known. Like, they come back, what's happening? I'm, I'm back! You know, like, literally like that. Wow. So, wow. I didn't see a reform, but I feel people who are doing, like, hard time, mm -hmm. jail time is different from prison. So, hard time... I think majority of them who who have life or who have years that they have to serve, I think deep down personally that, yeah, they are definitely down for the reform because mm. nobody wants to go up in there and miss all this time. And no. Oh, yeah. But jail just like a slap on the wrist. <laughs> uh, now, you are originally from New Orleans. Yes. That, that just beat us. But... <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, Who let me tell y'all this, though. And, and I didn't say this the other day. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Oh, go, dogs. go Dogs. Go Dogs. Go uh, Dogs. For the first time ever, we are now, officially, we have beat Alabama. <laughs> and I'm so happy about it. And it was for a national championship. Next time, let's do it on the rivalry game, though. Let's beat them both times. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But that was a goal. <laughs> hey, we coming up. Hey, we got, hey, we got uh, United. We got Troy Young, and then we got uh, we got uh, uh, Georgia uh, football. We got the go we got our dogs. 
Now we got the Braves. All right. Yep. Pigeons, yep. where y'all at? <laughs> Falcons, where you at? <laughs> Everybody else winning. Everybody winning. But 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 literally being from New Orleans, because we all know New Orleans is a beautiful city with, with a lot of its history. But there's a lot of crime down there too. <laughs> Like, even in the tourist areas. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost got jumped in the CVS by three folks, like, for real. And I'm like, bro, I'm from Montgomery. I already know this setup. Y'all going to try to walk in here behind me, all right, and wait till I come up out the stove. I'm like, man, come on. Like, I ain't paying attention. But, <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, it's, it's such a, a great city with so much rich history down there. Yeah. Were you down there uh, when everything was going on with the levees and all that type of stuff, or you had already left? The craziest thing is I was in the military. I was actually stationed in Korea okay. when... Right before the hurricane uh, touched New Orleans, I was in Korea, South Korea, and we had an earthquake a week before. Wow. I had just Mm. transferred from, I had just, like, PTS from Korea to Georgia. Wow. And I didn't find out about the hurricane until, like, I wake up and everybody, all, all the sergeants, the drill sergeants, they looking at me like... You're rough. You all right? What's wrong? What y'all looking at me for? They're like, um, you checked on your people. I said, for what? They turned the news on. I was like, yo, you lying. Wow. <laughs> so uh, I kind of went, um, <clears throat> AWOL. No, I, 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 I went to go find my people. <laughs> but, Were you able yeah. to? Um, No, I couldn't call home. I, I called my auntie in the country, and she was like, I said, is my mom there? Like, what's going on? She's like, yeah, Jazz, everybody. Here's some, like, I called. I was like, can you put on the phone? And my mom started crying. I was like, what's wrong? She was like, we lost everything. I'm like, yeah, right. Wow. She was like, are you not watching the news? So I didn't I didn't have no knowledge of anything until. Oh, city on the wall. Yeah. Like, it was a whole night war, wasn't it? It was everywhere. That, that, that was, like, one of the worst things we didn't ever seen, like, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. And that migrated a lot of folks up here in Atlanta, for real. We had so many folks coming up here from uh, New Orleans. Yeah. But um, also, now, now you heard that rough out there. I got to put it out here. This woman is actually related to David Ruffin of The Temptation. Like, for yeah. real. And you know what I got to ask? Because it's my favorite part. Did he really? Is this a historical fact that he looked Otis in the face and told him, ain't nobody thinking about you, Otis? Y'all remember that scene, bro? Man, that was hey. so fun. Did he say that? I need to know. I don't know. I mean, I watched the movie, too. I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my favorite part, though. He said, hey, it's going to be I David Ruffin in the temptation. The beginning of the show, that this show ain't all about you, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't all about you. I, I keep trying to let you in. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and oh, do you man. know that David Ruffin was a dark-skinned brother? <laughs> That's why he act like that. See how y'all is. And then what makes it so bad? They used to say light skinned folk were conceited. Y'all dog skinned, bro. Y'all ain't got so conceited these days, bro. Oh my goodness, they so full of that stuff. Man, you know, I just like moors. You know what I'm saying? And all this type of stuff. That's all right. I'm just, man. I'm just. Trey Young light skinned too. <laughs> uh, and, and, and congratulations to him with that uh, career, career high game. I think that boy went for what? About 50 something points in the game? You oh, see that? Man, yeah. Man. We should have put him out there against New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's shooting threes against him or something. But no, uh, seriously, what what is it like being a part of, of, of such a, a, a big name and this type of stuff? And you, in your own right, you're doing so much. 
You know, is that something that's big in the family? Because I know y'all like that's big David or whatever. We, a crazy David. We <laughs> the thing is, like, my dad, like, my dad is like this. You need a rough and he can. That's that's all it was, you know. <laughs> like you. we asked him over and over, and he was more like, "Look, I told you what I told you." Because our name is not common. That's not a common oh, yeah. name. Definitely. So, not. and if you look on Facebook, we are all connected. Like everybody is following wow. every roughing. If you're a roughing, you following somebody okay. who's a roughing. So it's not like we grew up saying, "Oh, we know we can today." Roughing up, it wasn't nothing like nothing like that. It was just wow. more like, "Yeah, somewhere down the line we can to him." So. It was more like that. Wow. Well, we got to take a quick break, and uh, we got to get Jeff on point because Jeff just lost in you. I'm telling you, Jeff just he's just sitting back there. Jeff been sitting here enjoying the show just for the past week. Jeff ain't working. He just watching. He's just sitting back. Oh, man, you doing such a great job with it, dog. Man, no. I'm <laughs> up in here incarcerated. That's what's going on. You see me in these walls. Locked up. <laughs> 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 no, but still, we are all still praying for Jeff. Uh, hopefully... We're going to get these results, and hopefully our good friend Jeff going to be all right. We're going to get him back in the studio as soon as we possibly can. Uh, coming up after this break, we're spending this whole hour with Ms. Ruffin because she got so much stuff going on. Uh, we'll be right back right here on the Road 1100 AM and iHeartRadio checking in all over the world. Be right back. At Align for Life, we work with attorneys across the entire metro area. We are a portal of entry provider, meaning we can ensure your client is triaged accordingly and coordinate all aspects of your client's chiropractic and medical care from start to finish, including referrals to medical doctors, specialists, and imaging. This is Dr. Fowler. Your injury clients deserve the best transportation, extended hours, and compliance monitoring. We understand your needs. Refer your injury and accident victims right now by calling us at 404-383-1110 or visit us at yourfinespine.com. Transportation is provided via Uber and we are open late so your clients can come in after work. Auto accidents, wellness care, slip and fall. We take care of it all. And now an important message from Steve Harvey. I've been thinking about this thing, right? This pandemic, it just isn't over yet. We got the vaccines. I got mine. You might have yours. And when you get that, it's kind of tempting. You want to go to the beach. You want to show up at the club. I'm not scolding you or nothing like that. I'm a performer. I'm tired of doing my shows with no audience. I get it. But listen to this. Don't think just because you got the vaccine that you could just go crazy. We are not quite there yet. Don't let your guard down now. Just follow the current safety guidelines. Wearing your mask is the best way to get it done. I know the mask is hot. I got it. But you know what's hotter than these masks? Staying healthy. Now that's hot. And that's pretty fly if you ask me. Now we need to all keep it together, okay? This is Uncle Steve telling you, let's unite to prevent. For more information, visit unitetoprevent.org. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. It's some of the N.O. music right up. <laughs> that better not be the Saints theme song, I know that. <laughs> 
We are back right here on the number one radio business show. I am your host, Mr. KC Pride. We right here on the Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, checking in all over the world. And studio with us is not Jeff. It is oh, not man. Jeff. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> See, that's how you keep your boys on lockdown? That's how you do it? <laughs> we love you, Jeff, man. I only do it because I love you. If I ain't love you, I wouldn't even talk to you. You know how I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you. It's I'm, rough in here, bro. Oh, yeah. It's rough. Go ahead, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you say something for me. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm going to be real, man. Just sitting in here, just in quarantine, is nothing compared to being actually in jail. But well, one thing I want to touch on, Jasmine, you talked about how you didn't like to read before you went in, right? Yeah. But now that you come out, you not only read, you become an author. You become a, a script writer. You got movies under the belt. I mean, you kind of took that and and exploded afterwards. Yeah. I mean, talk about how you, you moved from, I don't even want to read a book, to now I'm going to write a book, now I'm going to write a movie, you know, now I'm going to take this to a whole nother level. Okay, so <clears throat> being in jail, you have time on your hands. <laughs> like, you get locked. Oh, then we did... Uh, we was on lockdown for I think it was ten on, one one uh, thirty minutes off. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. now lockdown is where everybody got to be in their cell and they can't move. Right, they can't move around. They can't no ain't right. no uh, uh, recreation time nothing. Right. Okay. Um, but when I was in there, I read a lot and I had a lot of time to think. When I got out, I met this older lady who's um she's a big time um a agent of okay. multiple actors and um. Mm-hmm. What she did was she was telling me that I need to invest in myself. And I was like, but what? <laughs> she was like, you told me a little bit about your life, so you need to talk about your life. I said, what you mean? Like, write? She like, yeah. And I said, nah, I can't write. Mm. And I started thinking. I said, I can write. That's so fine. I started writing, like, when I say multiple things, um, I wrote a notebook. You know the the... The three, what it is, the three subjects. Okay. That yeah. whole book, the wow. whole notebook, I wrote. So, um, love forbid, I gave her the notebook and uh, <laughs> she turned it into a book. Wow. And my first book is called Uncut Raw and Savage. Wow. And it is based on me. All right. And then in 2020, I came out with His Karma, My Pain, mm. which is also based on me. So, so this, th- let's talk about this first one. What what are some of the things that you uh, talk about in your first book? My first book is based on uh, immaturity. I can't lie. And when I say immaturity, I was young. I was young. I I ain't grow up to my thirties. My first book, um, I was in love with a guy who he was a good guy. I ain't that little light skin. Come on now, (laughs) you gotta do a show. (laughs) I was um, I was literally um, I was in love with him. He broke my heart. Mm. And I took that pain and I gave it to everybody who ever even thought about giving mm. me pain, who looked like they was about to sneeze out pain. Wow. And the way I gave them pain, <laughs> I'm probably getting calm before it right <laughs> now. <laughs> but definitely um, gave me pain. Um, I gave them I gave him exactly the same thing, and it's going to show the different steps that I took, like, um, from high school 
Mm. Then from mm. college, then from college, I went to the military. Then from transitioning from the military, I came out the military still with that animal in me. <laughs> and I went back to New Orleans, and that's when everything just came out. Like, I was real savage with it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, now, mm. now, let's go back for a second. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this man broke your heart. <laughs> was he light skin? Here we go. Was he light skin? It's not that type of show, Was he light skin? I'm just wondering. Because I tell you, well, everybody got this pretty rigged. <laughs> This, this pretty rigged syndrome that they just hate on a, a light-skinned folk. So we already convicted and tried and everything before we even get started. Yeah. <laughs> well, he um he wasn't light-skinned. <laughs> he was my first chocolate daddy. <laughs> he was my she got first Jeff. chocolate daddy. <laughs> she got her Jeff. <laughs> that man, That man just had one bad scene, man. <laughs> just one bad apple in the bunch. And bro. guess what's crazy? He is one of my... Um, his family, him and his family, wow. they are they my supporters. Um, I still <clears throat> he my go to if I need uh for his advice. Okay, that's my homie. Wow, you never like hit me. And he got loyalty. That's one thing that he okay. did teach me. He he never like was against me. Wow, and he know a lot about me. But you know it, it, it's funny, and and a lot of times you. People do that. You get hurt, and then you just just punish the hell out of everybody else for it. And like looking back now, you know, thinking about it, because I know you say we gonna talk and we gonna walk into the second book, and uh, you say that's a like he fine, let him go. <laughs> we done heard this boy the whole show. He gonna be a star. <laughs> but no, you, you you talk about that, and then you say the karma from that. Now tell me this: what what was that like for you? Just every relationship, I right, you can't get that wild with it. <laughs> but every relationship, you you taking this out on other folks. You know what I'm saying? And and how did you feel about that? Um, because we see so I'm many folks do it. We all do it. The reason why I think I brought the pain because he was a celebrity. Like he's a real big person. He played okay. football. He even went to the NFL. Okay. He was. I was gonna say was, he was like, <laughs> He was my high school sweetheart. So he did. You know, everybody knew who we were. So okay. when we broke up, you know, we was childish. You know, everybody wanted me to feel some type of pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Wow. I couldn't handle it. Um, mm. I think I went crazy. Wow. And when I went to the military, I finally, like, it's over with. Then I said, hold up. These people playing with me? You got to yeah, read the book. again. And and yeah. I got jumped my first year in career. And when wow. I tell you that mentally messed with me too, I went at everybody. And I was wishing them. I was like, I already knew what come with it. So what's up? I ain't tripping. No. That's how the book. And if once you read the book, the book juicy. I can't. <laughs> the book juicy. Cliff notes from the from the book. Casey, I got the cliff notes. Uh oh. Uh oh. Dark in love make them go crazy. <laughs> That's the cliff notes. Should have got a license. Mm? Nah. <laughs> Nah, we have some technical difficulties on the camera. We like we jerking. It's a fake we trying to do. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, no, but but now let's roll into the second book because it's funny that that in the first book you talk about this and you talk about how you talk about how you sit up there and cause all this pain on innocent folks, and then your next follow up to that is karma. So so what was the karma out of all that? The karma was my baby father, and this is based on truth, so I can actually speak on it. My baby father sent somebody to kill me. <laughs> oh my God! That's and some karma, based on truth. Based on truth, um, the book is called "His Wait His Karma, My Pain," 
And when he brought that karma, I brought more karma. Okay. So wow. I did I did some stuff. <laughs> I refuse to put on. Um, oh, okay. I was waiting on it. I thought you were going to tell it. I've been waiting on you to tell it the whole time, bro. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. I plead the fit. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Now, one thing I would say. But now, now connecting all this stuff together, because you've been in the military, and then for you to go through this experience here, you know, with everything that's going on, uh, what 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 was it like to, to be in prison for 60 days or, or to be in this jailhouse for 60 days? I mean, I know you're a soldier and y'all can take anything, but to go from serving your country to end up, you know, behind bars for 60 days, what's the, what, what's that like? Or how do we get to that transition? Um, well, you know, I started on the radio. Okay. Um, and radio... For anybody, podcast, rather regular, whatnot, you get opportunities. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, a friend was like, "You need to sign up because you belong on somebody TV." <laughs> I was like whatever. You sure do. And I signed. <laughs> and I signed up. I literally signed up. And when I signed up, I was like, "Man, they're not gonna call me." <laughs> my hair was look. I shaved my head on both sides. My hair was blue. I hadn't. I had went through one of my little phases. And I kid you not, two days later, I get an email. Mm. Have you watched our show 60 Days In? I was like, I heard of it. And isn't that with Muhammad Ali's daughter? And it was like, yeah, season one. Mm. And after that, the process went smoothly. They sent me my ticket to come out there. And I believe it or not, I was the scariest one out there. Really? I cried. Mm. When, hey, wait a minute, Jazz. <laughs> wait a minute. Did your friend say you should have signed up? Because you belong on TV or you belong in jail? <laughs> no, she you said it's on TV. Like, you put me in jail. <laughs> it, look, it didn't much state, like, what kind of television show it was. It was okay. like, do you want to be on TV? Yeah, they hit I was you like, though, all right, all time, let yeah. me go. Boom. And I did sign up. And I kid you not, I cried. I boo-hoo. So you voluntarily yeah, went to jail? Yeah, I did. For six a day? Yeah, see, what happened was... <clears throat> They was telling me, oh, listen, all that, and I saw some paperwork, and I looked at that paperwork. I said, yep, it's my time. Let me get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I signed up, and I left. <laughs> wow. It, it's, now, I'm floored by that, because what is it like to volunteer and go to jail? Like, for six days, like, what is that, what is that experience like? Cause you, they you treat you like no a real inmate. But I was saying, ain't no part of it. Like, well, hell, I can go home. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to stay here with y'all. No. Y'all locked up for real, bro. I'm on the contract. Only one thing I, I really regret about it, I was, like, telling the females, which I, I shouldn't have did. I was like, yeah, we're going to keep in contact. And in my mind, I'm like. I ain't finna call y'all. Lord knows. You know, <laughs> that was the only thing. Like, And I really felt bad because there was some cool. When I tell you, I couldn't say nothing bad. Only one Two little chicks up in there got on my nerves. Besides that, <laughs> the rest of them, like, uh, they had uh, Mama. Um, it was just fun. It's like it, they family-based people. They are oh. all they are into, I don't know. It was it was an amazing experience to say I was in jail. But, <laughs> I mean, besides that. Mm. Now, you got to sleep there, too. Yeah. You, you, it, it's. Like what? What they're recording? Are the cameras rolling twenty four seven, and they just trying to catch what they catch? Or y'all got uh, specific times where, all right, from this period of time, they film. But other than that, y'all go back to cell like real prison. Nope, they film twenty four seven. Just waiting on something to happen. Like mm. literally, twenty four seven. 
Oh, things was about to happen, though. Shorty played with my pen. I was about to get rock up and now. Now, are you one of the only people that volunteered and the rest of them was prisoners or was a whole group of volunteers? It was six of us. Okay. Yeah, it was six of us and we found out Steve was the seventh one. Mm. The surprise one. The guy who tapped out on us and almost gave us away. Oh, wow. But, yeah. Oh, now really made it bad. Yeah, he, he kind of sucker punched us, like, literally. So he gave away the fact that y'all really, wasn't really inmates? Yeah, but we didn't find out until the reunion. Wow. It was like, we got a surprise for you. And everybody looking like, what? What surprise? It was another person. Now, who it, tapped out on the second day. Explain to the folks the danger in that. The danger is we were in there, especially being in Arizona. I don't know if anybody is clear of Arizona, but Arizona has the cartels. They have um, different uh, groups of um, gangs. Um, and those people do not like, pres- people, like uh, how you say, police. And everybody would kind of like say that we are the police because we're undercover. I ain't no damn police, righteous as I am. But... You know, I I get it. But just imagine if the cartel would have found out who each and every last one of us were. You know? Oh, yeah. That would have called, they would have ambushed us, like, for real. Like, for real. Because, I I mean, but was it folks in there threatening to you like that? No, I ain't going to lie. Me and Viv and Brooke, we had already plotted, like, I was like, man, we getting a fight up here. I got, like, at least three. And... Viv was like, I'm going to just sit on him because I got a big butt. <laughs> it was just funny. And then Brooke was like, well, you already know. These girls can't hang with us. It was just, it was funny. But we had already made like a little, uh, I don't know. We had stated that if one get in the fight, we all coming. You know, so it wasn't, we was ready. I ain't going to lie. Mm. Now, mm. was there any violence? Besides the hit that we sent. <laughs> no, it well, it was fighting, and I almost got into the altercation, but I did realize that I would have had to do, like, regular time mm. if I were to put my hands. That was the only catch about the television show. People don't understand that. If you do, you have to do, you go, you're basically an inmate, you know? Mm. I think my so, so if, if somebody had a cane for you, I'm sorry, Joe. I just need to know. If somebody had a cane for you and you defended yourself or you got into a fight with this person, you're going to get locked up. For no, real. that was the only catch. Like, they had to, like, actually charge you or raise their hand at you. But them girls was not built like that in there. So it wasn't no issue. It was just all talk. And mm. it was kind of funny. Mm. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. I'm so sorry. My daughter here asked me to apple cash apple some money and all that type of stuff. Dad <laughs> trying to work and get you some money, little girl. I'm just saying. <laughs> Happy birthday for you one more man, time. Let me give you my cash app too. Man, please. <laughs> I'm gonna give you hugs. You send her some money. <laughs> <laughs> but now it, it, it's just such an amazing thing. Now you are doing so much other stuff. Right. You uh said you are. Uh, on your own publishing company. Yes. Now, let, let's talk about that for a second, because you said before this, you didn't even read. Right. And then from this, you led the books, and now you got your own publishing company. So right. what, 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 where are you going with all this? What, what, what's, um, what? I actually, I've been manifesting. All right. So when you That's manifest. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we better get into it, bro. So when you manifest, you don't know what you man. You, you manifesting great things. You don't know how God is gonna put it in your life. Amen. So when mm-hmm. I was manifesting, 
I was just asking to be prosper- prosperous, okay. um, have great health, and that was it. And along with it, things just start happening. Like, I, I wrote my book, and I, say, I, I actually independently wrote it. So then I started telling people that I do it. And then I found out about, um, I met this guy. Now, this is about to be crazy. Mm-hmm. His name is Arthur Slow. Slow stands for stop, listen, obey, and wait. Mm. That's mm. when I knew it's, it's for me. Wow. Mm. And the book that I'm working on will be published under my company with him. Wow. It's called Great Work. But wait, working great without the great work. Mm. And it was that. It, it's kids there up in here today, y'all. I promise you. Yeah, you you manifesting my kids. Because like, <laughs> they calling like crazy today. <laughs> go on, get your one here. So go, go on, say something. Say hi. So, so, hi. so Jasmine has the new... Uh, she has a new program for all y'all that are looking for two, 2022 to be motivated. What we're going to do, we're going to put you in a cell for 60 days. I know that's <laughs> we're right. We're going to get you motivated. If that don't get you motivated, you're not going to be motivated. I'm trying right. to tell you, brother. Right. Cause, and speak to that. Just, when you came out, the 60 days was over. Right. How did you feel? I actually cried. I had my root beer. I had a pack of Newport shorts. Uh oh. And I had what's the Panda Express? Mm. Oh my God. Panda Express. Yo, I cried that tiny because food. when I cried, I was more like, I'm out. I cried. Mm. Like to say, I knew I wasn't in there for real, but it was just the time that I was away from my children, not eating. I had a Chuck E. Cheese pizza too. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, I check a cheese piece. Yeah, like I was. I'm so. I know used that food would nasty up in there if you was praising check a cheese piece. Okay. Oh my god! If you only knew. Amen. But no, but, but and then you come out and now you start to see all this, all this, all this success that you have. So what, what in there changed for you that was able to help you start to want to manifest? want to, uh, you know, create your own publishing company, write books and all this type of stuff. Was it something inside that area or was it just, I'm at that point in my life? I'm at that point in my life. Okay. I was so tired of being tired. I don't hey, know man. if that makes sense. Hey. <laughs> I was so tired of being, being tired. Sick and tired. And when being you've been through tired. so much that I've been through, like I've been through, <laughs> I, the, the people who know me, and I don't much want to go nationwide with it, mm-hmm. but... I I put out one thing. Um, I've been abused. Mm. Um, I lost my breast in 2016. Wow. Um, I'm not good at relationships, <laughs> and I I, I I see that. Um, yeah, especially if you're I, taking out your pain on other people. <laughs> for that real. ain't gonna work for a new relationship. <laughs> and you're right. It's just I had been through so much to where I was like, you know, I got three kids. I gotta do it from. I gotta do it big. Like, God gonna put somebody in my life one day. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I, I'm at that point in my life that my children cannot go through what I've been through. Amen. And guess Amen. what? Amen. I'm a single mother and I go hard. And you would think I got two, they got two parents. Because I, I double up. Mm. I have to. Because I'm mommy. Who else they gonna look up to? Amen. I don't have no father figures in their life. 
Nobody can gonna do for them like I do for them. So that's what actually pushed me even harder. Mm. So now you're out of jail. <laughs> you're a free woman again. Mm-hmm. You got all the success. What's next? Um, actually, to put my, I'm actually starting up a a series of books for my kids so they can know what business is like at a young age. I'm starting. He was a premature baby, so I got books for. Um, his generation and okay. all the stuff he been through. My 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 daughter, that's a, a baby genius, mm. believe it or not. And my son, he he could draw you sitting mm. right there, and he's only ten. Wow. Yeah. That's 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 talent. I can't draw me sitting here now, and I'm forty something. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you got before we get out of here, man. Man, shoot, I, I I'm like amazed at everything going on, and I'm very inspired. I mean. Thanks so much for sharing your story. You know, for all those people that are out there talking about what they can't do and they're just sitting in their house, this should get you off that couch right here. Man, I can't wait till tonight so we can start talking about how you can do it. It's either that, we're going to put y'all in jail for six days. <laughs> <laughs> that Change nasty your food. life. <laughs> she ain't lying about that food in there, bro. <laughs> I'm talking about it. It's horrible. Hold on one second. Look at this. No, I'm I'm gonna put out there now. You keep calling me don't during the show. Don't, don't you live on you live on L with the number one rated, baby. Bun, Say what? Mommy. Yes. Y'all hear this? Huh? $70. So everybody out there listening, uh, to the sound of her voice, she needs seventy dollars. I want all y'all to cash out right now. <laughs> <laughs> cash out, influencer. Three sixty-five, and we're gonna raise seventy dollars for Julia Pride, and her birthday was yesterday. We're gonna see if we can get it, babe. Hold on one second. Are I got ten saying, more minutes on L. I need huh? seventy more dollars, please, because I need a Lego set. Also, I should get the money because you got me nothing for my birthday. Oh my God! No, she did not. <laughs> this girl, this girl been partying hard. This girl done been the main event. I'm finna hang up on you now. She was like, get her nothing for her birthday. Okay, that's how we doing. <laughs> no, he did not. All I did for you. Anyway, that'll be through in a few minutes. Just stand where you're standing. All right? And just wait. We're going to get this cash out. We're going to get this cash out, all right? All right. You with me? Yeah. All right. I'll see you in a minute. Hold on. I'm going to hang up right now. Don't call back. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm for real. Y'all cash out. Influencer. 365. It's cash out. Influence of 365. Everybody put in $5. We can get this done quick. Because she is breaking me, okay? This time, she done been the main event. We done been out to eat. And I'm talking about just everything. And she got the Don't worry, man. You got photos to prove it. But she done put you on blast. Ain't it? Y'all go look at my Facebook so y'all can see. I take I take good care of my kids. <laughs> Lord, like hey, hey, you lucky she ain't say you ain't feed her, though. I know, right? Me and did nothing. Well, uh, Jeff. Yo. Miss Miss Miracle has just been sending in all these quotes. All right, for miracles do happen, and we appreciate. It. But I'm tired of working for her. All right. So for the day, for the first time ever, y'all gonna get to hear Miss Miracle's voice for miracles do happen with the quote of the day. Miss Miracle, I'm gonna give it to you. Okay, guys, so the quote of the day is, happiness is the new rich, inner peace is the new success, 
Health is the new wealth, and kindness is the new cool. And that is from where? Miracles do happen. And you can follow me at miraclesr here underscore. That is miracles are spelled A-R-E here underscore. All right. And that is miracles do happen. We got helping her launch her brand. Miss Danny Paul said, you go, girl. <laughs> Didn't I tell y'all she be all over my stuff? Didn't I tell y'all Danny be all over my stuff? Here she go again. Here she go again. Hey. You being messy, bro. You being messy. <laughs> so when miracle coming on camera? When you when you coming on camera, miracle? Uh uh-uh, uh, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna start a contest. I want everybody to send in <laughs> I see you, Danny. See? Love it, Miracle. I want everybody to send in what y'all think Miracle look like. And whoever right, I'm gonna pay for y'all to go out and hang out. Unless you crazy. Don't we can't do all that now. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing no crazies. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, it has been another episode. Jeff, what are we going to do, man? Man, we going to keep it going, man. We going to keep it going every day. It's going to be fun, man. Miss Jasmine Ruffin, if anybody wants to support you, uh, if anybody want to get down with what you're doing, please tell folks how they can follow you. You can follow me on IG at I, the letter M, the number four, the letter E, V, A, J-A-Z-Z, that's I'm Forever Jazz. And also tune in on Sundays on Roku with the talk show divas. All right. And All right. And Jasmine, can you do one thing for me? What's him? Can you just say, rise up? <laughs> Don't you do it. Don't Who you that? do it. <laughs> I love it. You know, I, love my, I love my entire country, so it don't matter to me. But now, nah, seriously, love. seriously. Thank y'all so much. We got to get out of here. Uh, this is another episode right here on The Real 1100 AM. My big sister coming up next on Over the Top. And, uh, Greg, we got some talking to do. I heard her show with all them sound effects and all the type. Man, bruh, Jeff. Yeah. We got some talking to do, dog. <laughs> y'all, we'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Y'all just stay tuned. Right here on The Real 1100 AM, iHeartRadio. I am KC Pride. I'm Boy Jeff Bill, The Real Deal. Hopefully, we'll be back in sometime this week. But today, we are out.